evening, everybody. It's February 1st. This is Fiction Old and New, and tonight we're going to be discussing Love and Ruin by Paula McLean. Paula McLean was born in 1965 in Fresno, California. She was abandoned by both of her parents and grew up in a bunch of foster homes until she wow. aged out. And after she aged out, she worked as a pizza delivery person, an auto shop person, a nurse's aide, and something else I can't remember right now. And then she decided she wanted to write, so she got an MFA in poetry from the University of Michigan. Cool. Oh, yeah. And in that, she got that in 1996. And she has written, um, let me find what, she's written The Paris Wife and a couple of poetry collections. And circling the sun. She currently lives in Cleveland with her family. Now, remind me, at the end of this discussion, I did look up what happened to Ernest Hemingway's sons. And I can tell you that at the end of the meeting. So I'm going to start like we have in the past and just go around and get everybody's opinion. And then I'll open it up for discussion. So, Bob, you're at the top of the list here. So what did you Well, guys, I I, want to be... I want to understand this. I'm really going to shut up mostly and listen. I didn't like the book. I wish I could. I love Ernest Hemingway. I mean, my gosh, we've all read his books. They're terrific. It was, it was a love story. Uh, Marty, who wanted to be better than Hemingway or equal to him. I understand that, but she wasn't. And uh, I like the war part, a discussion of how horrible that thing was and so forth. And it was just, I thought the, was it the epilogue about Martha Galhorn living till 98 was more interesting almost than the book. So I'm sorry, I can't give it a really high rating, but maybe I've missed something and I'm willing to be educated. Thank you. Okay, we can't all like everything. Okay, Alan? Yeah, I I just want to say we haven't all read Ernest Hemingway, so uh, that's another one on me. I I know this when people are eating stuff and I haven't read Hemingway yet. uh, uh, But... uh, uh, I, I I feel kind of stupid because I, I'm one of those people that don't that want to know as little about a book as possible before I read it. I I, I guess I didn't. Roll, I was thinking this one was more more fiction than than nonfiction, but I think maybe that wasn't right because uh, I didn't even realize she was a real person until you know I got to the end of the book and stuff. I thought oh, I feel kind of stupid now, but uh, I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, I I like being educated and stuff and you know, i don't know that much about Hemingway, obviously and uh uh th- this time period when it was set was, was certainly there was certainly a lot going on and stuff and uh uh i've heard people describe ernest i think he must have been one of the original misogynists and stuff and i think he must have been a, i think he was probably a bit of a pig around women and stuff but I, yeah i don't i don't know that for a fact but uh he, he wasn't presented just horribly in this this book but uh uh I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I can't say that it, you know, it gripped me the whole way through, but you know, it, it was, it was, I kept coming back to it without any problem. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad I got through it. I'm glad I read it. So there you go. Okay. Uh, David. I haven't finished it, but what I have read has been interesting. And I would say Miss Gellhorn was born at least 30 years ahead of her time. <laughs> the way she would, pick up this man, hug a man on the train, you know, all, all but sleep with him on the train. And um, she would she would come here, she would go there, she would come back home to St. Louis, jump across the ocean, go to Paris, go to Berlin, well, or Munich. She, uh, it's like 
she never seemed to worry. She'd always find a place to live, always seemed to get a job, always seememed to do something. And she's very versatile, obviously, but very complicated. I agree with Bob. The afterward at the end of the book was rather good. She, I think it said she lived to be 80. Was it 89, dying in 1998, maybe? And mm-hmm. she took her own life like Hemingway did. I'm not sure she was likable, though. She seemed rather spoiled mm-hmm. and rather, I don't know, like she couldn't find herself. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, she's about, I think she's about six years, six years ahead of her time, probably. Or, yeah, or probably. yeah, she was ahead of her time. Yes. Uh, Liz. Uh, okay. Uh, I like Alan have not read Hemingway. So I have heard things here and there about him. He was not presented. Um, I, you know, he could, he could have been a fantastic author. His stuff could be brilliant. I don't know. I haven't read it, but this book does not present him as a very likable man. I was telling my husband, it sounds like he was kind of in love with being in love because he just had this succession of relationships from his, you know, he started carrying on with his second wife while he was still married to his first wife and, and on down the line right through Martha. But on the same token, Martha did the same thing. So it's not like she was this innocent victim of this worldly guy. Um, the stories were interesting. I was kind of rooting for them to work it out. Um, and I was sorry that they didn't. Um, but, but I liked her. Um, she definitely was a woman ahead of her time. I was very surprised how at least the book kind of portrayed her mother's acceptance of her wild and crazy lifestyle. Because for that time, that, that surprised me that her mom, you know, was so accepting of her. Um, but I, I liked, I, I thought the book was interesting. I did really find the epilogue fascinating. I was, you know, happy about that. I kind of want to maybe go read at least one of her novels just to see what her style was like. Um, but I guess I admired her courage because some of the things that she did, especially during the wartime stuff, I, I would never have had the courage to do that. You know, hop aboard a freighter and be the only passenger on board. I, I'm just... You know, I would not have had the nerve to do that. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, uh, Marsha? Um, I like the book. It's it's a book that I wouldn't read again, but I did like it. Uh, I thought she, uh, Martha was a very courageous woman. Um, and I have read one short story by Hemingway, which is The Old Man in the Sea. Other than that, I've not read any of his uh, novels. So... Uh, Bob, I guess we all haven't read Hemingway or much of Hemingway. So, but anyway, uh, the book, uh, the book was was good. I enjoyed the the uh, afterward uh, as much as I did the book. Uh, it was so very interesting, and um, I had not heard of Martha Gellhorn before this this book, and I didn't know how many times Ernest Hemingway had been married. What a tragic figure he was, at least according yes. to this book. And uh, it's just so sad to see someone of his talent and just, you know, totally self-destruct, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jenny? Yeah. Um, I Let's see. I have read 
I think all that um, McLean has written, I read um, The Circling the Sun, I liked that, um, and I read The Paris Wife. I'm only about four hours into this, <clears throat> and I wish I could have gotten further. I um, I think I agree with you. She, I mean, I, I have some mixed feelings about the character, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's told first person from her point of view. So I can't remember right now. I should be able to remember that. But I basically... Um, you know, I have mixed feelings about the characters, and I think she was very, she was very, um, I guess, idealistic in her feelings about, you know, the terrible things that were going on in Spain. And, you know, I've heard about Franco before, but never kind of put it together. I just, you know, I didn't really. So seeing the history through her eyes, um, you know, it really educates me about the the Franco situation, and um, I. You know, and that she's a journalist that's really interesting. She was very independent for her time. And uh, I don't know. I um, have not read very much of Hemingway. I don't think um, I was a big fan. And I am looking forward to the rest of the book. I knew he committed suicide, but I wasn't sure. Hemingway is often brought up as, you know, Obviously, has a wonderful uh, reputation as a writer. I haven't done one, followed all his work. I probably read it years ago and forgotten it. But I know he's often brought up in terms of, you know, being very macho, uh, you know, somewhat insensitive to women, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I felt both of them, I, well, I'm, I'm really interested of only four hours in to see how everything turns out. And, and the one thing that strikes me right away when um, – Sherry was reading the biography, but I was thinking um, the sentences that she crafts seem pretty good to me. I'm not an English major or anything. And also to hear that she was a poet. The book is not a page turner, but still, as I, as I start it for the second time, I feel myself drawn to the sense of authenticity. I mean, she nails, she's very articulate about nailing some subtle things. And I have a feeling that the author really did her homework. And um, so that's, that's um, and of course she was a very strong woman, the author herself, to have prevailed against those circumstances. So that's, that's all I have. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Don. Yes, I I did like the story. It, it was told. I was almost thinking it was autobiography at first. I didn't pay attention to the author's name, but uh, it was the descriptions of the battle scenes and the. And she did drag out the last part of when she was splitting with. Uh, Hemingway at the end, and, and he, Hemingway seemed like a fairly nice guy, nicer than I remember at the beginning, but he sure turned out to be a real SOB. <laughs> well, I I like the book, of course, or I wouldn't have chosen it. I thought the war stuff was much more interesting than the relationship stuff. I would have liked to – I really enjoyed the camaraderie of the reporters when they were reporting and the fact that she was the only woman that was there at D-Day I thought was just – stunning and i would have loved to wish she had written you know a memoir or diaries oh my god yes but but that is not fiction then what how do you separate fiction from truth she was the only woman in normandy all those okay she uh disguised herself as i know i i know the story but i would think some other woman reporter would have sneaked in somehow but anyway I could be wrong. I, I'm just no, going I by what the author said, and yeah, I could be wrong. It seems like I read that independently somewhere else, too. I've read, I've read uh, I'm sorry, I'm cutting in, but I, I've read 
Hemingway a lot. He's great. And I'm reading his son's versions, John and Patrick or whoever. Uh-huh. And they don't, they don't ever mention that about Martha and Marty. They liked her. They called her Marty. And they, um, but mm-hmm. they didn't, they, but I'm not saying you, it's not true. I just found it. Amazing. Yeah. That doesn't seem like the kind of thing they would mention maybe, but oh, okay. yeah, I, I'm not Fair sure. But, yeah, so- I, but I think I, I have read some Hemingway for whom the bell tolls and yes. some other things. And he's an yeah. excellent writer, very oh, yeah. literary and stuff. But I thought, I think I liked Martha better than the rest of you did. I thought Ernest mm. was pretty immature and that it must have been really frustrating for her not to be taken seriously as a writer just because she was his wife. Um, I, Definitely. On the other hand, maybe she got some breaks because she was his wife. Uh, you know, at well, least. I, so, I was, was, was she immature? Was she immature in relation with her father when he said he didn't like her book and she wouldn't speak to him? Do people do that, I guess? I'm, yeah, that's okay. true. I thought yeah. one of the best things that her father told her was you have to learn to live for yourself. Yeah. And I yeah. wrote that down because that's good advice for everyone. Okay. What yeah. were you going to say, Marcia? Oh, I, I was just going to say that um, I admired her, uh, Marty, for the fact that, that she – it sounds like she didn't go after uh, – Ernest's money, as did Pauline, and they weren't fighting over, well, they didn't have children to fight over, but mm-hmm. she didn't go after everything that he had and, and all that. I thought, I, I thought, now there is one heck of a woman who doesn't need uh, out of spite or re- revenge or whatever mm-hmm. to, to just go after him because she could have. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And I've got, I've got a question for Jenny. What which one of his wives was is the Parrish wife about? Because it's about Henning's wife. Hadley's wife. Yeah. Is that Hadley? Is that his first wife? Was Jenny, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hadley was his first wife. Right. And wife. Okay. And yeah. 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 And she was. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. I, the second wife, I guess, is not. Um, it's Paul yeah. Lane, I guess. Pauline. Yeah. 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 Pauline. Life, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, I think that there was an inclination to try to make Pauline a sympathetic character here, but she really wasn't because she screwed around with him while he was still married to Hadley. So, I mean, right. it's like he, right, right, there was yeah. a succession of people who didn't take, who just kind of didn't seem to take relationships seriously and didn't respect them, and, and they kind of ended up in the same situation that they got it you know what i mean right. <laughs> like yeah. so that, well, they may have they were kind of messed up as individuals <laughs> it seems, it seems she, like everybody agrees that hemingway was a great writer but it doesn't sound like he had a lot of characters so, no. uh, i mean what he what he did to her at the end when he took that magazine job at the magazine she had, oh, that was that not was good awful. what that was a bad. dick i mean that was hard. that was yeah. bad yeah that was really bad well, back, back to the, the deal about the, the wives and so on, I've always been of the, the belief that if you get involved with somebody who, you know, if you're, if you get involved with somebody you're, who's cheating on their whomever, you know, They'll girlfriend. cheat on you. What do you think drew her to married men? Because there must have been single guys around she could have. You think she was deliberately drawn to them, or it was just coincidence? I, think it was I don't know that. That it, there were so many. It, it sounded like there were so many. Maybe she just had this like real fear of finding somebody that she could really, truly, and honestly belong to because she didn't know who she was. So I, I don't know. See, um, and I, I want to say with my prejudice that I'm not crazy about Martha Gellhorn when she married again. After Ernest, it lasted, what, nine years? She says, maybe marriage just isn't for me, you know, in the epilogue. Yeah. I believe yeah. I read right. correctly. I believe I read that. 
Well, I think that Hemingway was kind of a father figure to me. He was that's much older. I think yeah. wasn't he older? Yeah, nine years old. Yeah. Nine years older. Yeah. Nine years older. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess, um, but I mean, I think he was kind of a father figure nonetheless, which probably drew her. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. I noticed that when her father died, one of the things her mother said was, who will I be now? And isn't that sad? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think that's something that Marty really rebelled against. She didn't want to be definitely a person in relation to somebody else. You know? And that's, right. I think that's why she, was, she fought so hard to not be Mrs. Hemingway. You yeah, know, right, I think right. that she just needed to be that individual. And that was part of what, what seemed like that's part of what Ernest really liked about her. And yet when he was, they were married, that's the thing about her he didn't like. Yeah, that it's, it's that when, it, when it started interfering with her paying attention to him, that's when he didn't like <laughs> her. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, okay, I paid attention and I thought was just absolutely unreasonable is when she had the, the male cats neutered because they were getting overrun with cats, and he didn't forgive her for that. It's like, what? How yeah. selfish are you? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. You know? Uh, I yeah. thought of that too. There's still descendants of those cats down at his house in Florida. Those sick toad yeah. cats. Yeah. I've heard of those. Yeah. Huh. They took them yeah, all in during that. the last hurricane, and they all survived. So, yeah, you, do you guys know why Ernest killed himself? He used a shotgun, was it? Not in Idaho? Cancer, my cor- I think. Was it cancer he I had? He said, he that's had it. Can- okay, David, oh, thank I you. I didn't realize that. I thought it would be oh. cancer, yes. Didn't his father have to, uh, diabetes and committed suicide? Yeah. His father oh, okay. did, yes. He killed himself. Yeah, yeah. Over diabetes? Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, y'all were saying father, that, yeah. that, that Hemingway got cancer and killed himself because of that? Yeah. Is that what y'all were saying? Think. Yes. Okay. Well, I, that's what also happened to Martha. Martha had cancer, and after she tied up all the loose ends. She took yeah. a pill. She took yeah. a pill. Yeah. Now, did you get the impression that maybe that was a sign I told she'd hung on to? Because, like, being mm-hmm. war correspondents and stuff. Because it said it was a pill she'd hung on to a very long, for a very, very long time. It could have yeah. been. Yeah. I didn't think hmm. of that. But she wasn't fooling around with when she was with Hemingway, was she? Nobody, no, nobody was. So. Nobody was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't think. I so. mean, nobody was. I say, I say, Hemingway fooled around a great deal. But not oh, yeah, not her. he did. Yeah, yeah he did. I she, wonder. I wonder when when he started going away when they were in Cuba. They were still married. And he started going away for long periods of time. I wonder if they didn't talk about that, but I wonder if that's when he started getting involved with that Mary person. Or I yeah. was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mary. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. Do you guys think she was brave or naive going to war when she did? I a mean, little of both. I think she was yeah. a little of both. I think she was mainly brave. Maybe when you're that age, but I think she was, oh, I admire her courage. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. After after Spain and what she saw in Spain, that may have been naivete on her part, but everything after that, she kind of knew what she might be facing. That's and true. And she did it anyway. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I can't imagine what how difficult it must have been for a woman doing that kind of oh, stuff in the okay. 1940s. I mean, gee, yeah. Whiz. I mean, yeah. going off to going off yeah. to war anyway for anybody, yeah. regardless of your gender, but especially during that time period and female to boot. She must have right. really had 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really sound right, but she must have really had some cojones is all I got to say. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but somebody said it earlier. That, woman ahead of her time. Yeah. Somebody said it earlier that she hung around mainly with married men. Martha, Marty. Yeah, I think she yeah. did. I said, aren't there any single guys in this war or whatever? You know, some handsome lieutenant or whatever. Well, you would think some of the reporters would be single, but I yeah. don't know. But right. like Ginny said, if it was sort of a father figure she was looking for, she would have yeah. the older married guys. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't really write about it in this book, but surely she must have had some pretty bad experiences. But it seemed like everything went pretty darn well, considering. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, again, they did mention some bad experiences, you know, when she went over to, uh, oh, where was it? And she ended up getting really sick, and and uh, and then she uh, came home with, a, I think, a parasite or something at one point. And oh, mm-hmm. so, I oh, mean, yeah. every, everything wasn't a, a, a bed of roses when she. Oh no! Yeah, I had forgotten that. I didn't realize that over forty thousand people came to the Spanish Civil War to help. Fight oh, fascism. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I, I didn't know anything about the Spanish Civil War. No, me either. Other than the Hemingway was there. Right. <laughs> and I and I was confused because it. Where did it say? It talked about Franco. You know, you, you hear about Francisco Franco all the time in connection with you know all of his you know despotic stuff he did, but. Uh, I didn't realize it said he came from another area. I mean, when they first mentioned him at the beginning, he, he was a general they, in North Africa, North Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For their okay. positions there. And uh, we read a book about that in the history group. I, I think we did. That was yeah. before I started coming though. Yes. Yeah, so and I, Franco I remained, he remained dictator for many years. 75. He died in 75 or around that time he died. And wow. then the, he picked Juan Carlos to become who was the son of the guy who was never, who never got to be king. He oh. picked his son, oh. Juan Carlos. And now I think it's Felipe V who's king of Spain. Okay. Oh, Thank wow. you. So where, where, where did Franco come from originally? Would he come from North Africa or did yeah, well, he no, Spain? He general. He's, he's Spanish. He, colonial. Okay. Colonial. Uh, the service in North Africa, Morocco, Morocco, Spanish, Spanish Morocco, Spanish okay. Morocco. So I, 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 yeah, I've never been to Spain. I, I'm just not familiar because they said he was from, I guess, probably some part of Spain that I that I. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. But he he kept thousands of people imprisoned after the war. Yeah. It's a piece of work. Okay. Yeah. How did he? He didn't end up. Getting deposed or anything? No, he died. Died. He was was old and sickly, and he died. And he he picked his successor would be the the son. In other words, one of the Spanish Bourbons. And Juan Carlos had to in 1981 had to, to. had to react against a military coup, and he did, and he maintained himself on the throne, if I remember right. Ah, Great. okay. Great, thank you. Well, Franco was born in Madrid, according to Odessa, so there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was nice that Pauline apparently didn't turn her sons against their dad, because they came to visit and oh, yeah. liked Martha and everything. She tried, she tried. Um, but it, remember, she 
she, she Pauline, there was this huge battle. She wouldn't let them come to Cuba for a while, and then she acquiesced to that. But um, well, that's maybe more to their credit than that they weren't dissuaded by her. Must have been a pretty good. Yeah, father. and and yeah. right, and well, I think he was probably a good father. He had fun with the boys and stuff like that. And they really liked Marty. Marty was a good stepmom. Yeah. In fact, you know, it said at the end that she also maintained a relationship with her second stepson um, from her second marriage. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought those boys were great. I thought they were just yeah, you know, yeah, they were good. Yeah. They were. yeah. So there, there are there is a book by one of the sons talking about his dad. Yeah, I have something I can go over whenever you guys want. With each of the sons and what happened to them. Yeah, that would be great, Jerry. Go for it. Okay. I'm I'm sorry, I've got a cough here, too. Um, And I'm also listening to Jaws, so this is going to sound a little choppy. Okay, Jack Hemingway did start college but entered the Army after Pearl Harbor. And Mm -hmm. he became a member of the OSS, which was the precursor to the CIA. Oh, Um, and he was a POW for a year or so in World War II, too. And he did um, marry in 1949, and his wedding was attended by Julia Child. Oh, wow. And he's the father of Margot and Mario Hemingway. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. The Margot. Yeah. And um, after the war, he worked as a stockbroker and fishing supply salesman. He died in 2000 of, um, at age 77 of heart failure. Now, Gregory Hemingway was married. He sounds more like his dad. He was married four times with seven children. <laughs> he underwent electric shock therapy 98 times. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, <clears throat> Must have been bipolar or something. Yeah. Is he the one they call Gigi? Do they call one of them Gigi? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember. He was a doctor, but his license got revoked because of his drinking. But he was very well liked and gregarious and everybody liked him. And he took medication for bipolar, which isn't surprising. And he became a trans woman, which... No kidding. Really? Wow. And then he... um, He had his name, Gigi. He died in in a Florida jail after being picked up naked on the street in 2001. He was 69. So it really sounds like he had a a sad life, but it sounds like he was well-liked by people that maybe didn't have to live with him. Um, And Patrick... Graduated from Harvard with a BA in history and literature. Spent 25 years as a safari guide in Africa. (laughs) And he edited his father's unfinished work, True at First Light. And I guess that's about an expedition somewhere because he was with him during that expedition. Mm -hmm. And he he might still be alive. He was 80 years old in 2008. (laughs) So, and that's all I have on them. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting, though. Jack yeah, behind enemy lines. They're in Germany, didn't he? That's where he got captured. Um, oh, the Jack, first yeah. one did Jack. Yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, was Jack Bummy? I forget who was switched. Yeah, was a, forget the names, yeah. Jack, Jack was, was Bumby. Yeah, um, yeah. Greg, Gregory was Gigi, and Patrick oh. was Mouse. 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 Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Mouse. 
Is and and was was Mouse the one that, that got real brown or was that was that Jack? Was that yeah. the No, that was Mouse. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I enjoyed the the parts that dealt with the the kids and, and Marty as much as any of the book. I think I, that that was mm-hmm. yeah, she that was, was a nice touch. Yeah. She really was. Yeah, the kids stuff was interesting, and I again I wish the war stuff would have been more detailed. I would have found that more interesting. Well, <laughs> well does anyone have any more? Yeah, sorry, I'm not well, eating. I'm okay. just just got a sudden cough. I'm trying about. to breathe there. <laughs> I, think it was, it was, I think it was. I that keep moving the microphone there. away when I have to cough, but I don't think yeah. it helps. Oh, and Sherry, thank you for for doing the the research there. That was great. Oh, that's really. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. curious so to see what happened to him. Somebody yeah. told me that one of them had killed himself, but I did not find that in Wikipedia. So okay. I think she was probably thinking of Gregory, who you know certainly yeah. kind of well, killed he himself. He would be the right. most likely one to have done so, but uh, yeah. right, right. right. Yeah. Read for, who, uh, read for whom the bell tolls about the Civil War, the Spanish Civil War. Yes, I did read that. that okay. is good. Good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Bob, you, I mean, Bob, you said you've read a lot of Hemingway. Is that is that your favorite of his works, or what is? Bob, what? What's your favorite uh, Hemingway? Oh, my, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, for whom the bell tolls, but the, a farewell to arms isn't bad either. That's right. That's I, World that's War One. Yeah. Oh, okay. For whom the bell tolls is the 1936, the Spanish okay. Civil War. Old Man okay. in the Sea was as good as they touted it. I'm sorry, Don. Old Man in the Sea was when they. Came oh out. well, that was great. Philosophically. Oh, that was. I had, that's, I had to read really that. Good. A, I had to read that in, uh, for a, a lit class I took in college, and uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, David probably knows where he said, "The fish, you, you may beat me, but you won't defeat me, or whatever. You may kill me, but you won't defeat me." It's one of the classic lines in that on oh. the sea. Oh, that's the old man in the sea, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, old man in the yeah. sea. That's a very I, I read so that. Far. I read that in college. I haven't read anything yeah. since. So mm-hmm. it's a short. It's a short yeah. story. Is it a short it story? Also? It's, it's a short story. Yeah, pretty short. Like a novelette. No, no novelette. Isn't that funny that a the short story and that seems to be the one that he's most you know often yeah. recognized for writing. That's true. Right. What right. did you say, David? I didn't catch that. Oh, I agreed that it was like a novelette. Cause it yeah, was really, novelette. It was very powerful. It right. was. It was not I just like about it. a man going fishing. No, Jenny, it was, it was, you said it you read it too, Jenny. I read it in Life magazine. Oh, huh. wow. It's that yeah. short. Okay. I was going to read it. It was definitely a page turner. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting because I've always put off reading it because it just sounded... No, I mean, great. I like the other two books. I should read it. Great. Mm-hmm. The short when you could do oh. it. And Je- Jenny's muted. That's why she didn't answer you. So. Oh, okay. I was wondering what you <laughs> thought of the old man yeah. in the sea, Jenny. Yeah. Well, if no one else has any comments about the book, um, I can tell you what the next book is. Any other hey. comments? Parting shots? <laughs> now, oh, I was you- going to say, didn't Mario or, or Margo, one of the Hemingway girls, kill themselves? I thought... Mm- Marco, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I was thinking one of them did. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. It was something. I didn't didn't think either one of them did. Alan, you want to ask ask you know who? (laughs) Yeah, you you want me to ask her? Y'all want to hear it or you want me to mute myself? No, go ahead. Alexa, when did Margo Hemingway die? Margo Hemingway died on July 1st, 1996 at the age of 42 due to suicide by overdose. 
overdose oh. at, at, at age oh. 20. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. Like yeah. they have a gene in their family or something. Yeah, yeah. there's something. Yeah, it's a tragedy. It's kind it of like the Kennedy. They're like the Kennedy of the literary world. Yeah. Well, I think Mario's still alive, right? She's 57 years old. Yeah, 57. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. That, that well. A... okay. Any last chance, guys? I'm going to go to the next book. Did you pick it? This next book, or is it Michelle? No, this is Michelle's ch- pick, and I have not read it, so okay. I can only tell you what the annotation says. Mm-hmm. It's called "The Wedding Date," and it's by Jasmine J A S M I N E. Last name is Guillory, G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. Oh, Might be a different pronunciation. But sounds Louisiana. Uh, is she? Oh. What the last it's name it, sounds. It sounds. Louisiana. Yeah. Guillory. And the DB number is 90180. 90180. Right. And it's a romance. And the annotation says that a man and a girl are stuck in an elevator, and he asks her to pretend to be his girlfriend at his ex's wedding. That's trippy. <laughs> How long is it? Uh, uh, eight hours and 30 minutes. Oh, that's good. I might read that. I read that one. Yeah. I'll read that. Yeah. And I think the 1st of March is the first Friday. That sounds right. Yep. Sounds right, yeah. February and March are always the same date. Yep. Unless it's a leap year. Yeah, February and March are. Sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. All we can do is wait. Is that the name of it? No, it's called the wedding date. Wedding date. Oh. Did you say the? Well, it must not be nine zero one eight zero. What what is the number? Oh, let me check. That's what she has. I mean, let's see. Well, nine zero one eight zero is all we can do is wait. Oh, I uh, read that. Oh, it's. I'm sorry. I was. I instead of listening to Jaws, I tried to read it. That'll teach me. It's nine zero one three zero. Oh, sorry about that. I'm glad you checked, Alan. Yeah, right. thank you, Alan. That'll teach me. I should trust Jaws, not my eyes. Okay. Got it. Okay. Oh, the wedding date. Oh, yeah, the wedding date. Yep, that's it. Read by Janita Edwards. That's an interesting name, Janita. Oh, I wanted to ask, what did the people, what did you guys think of this narrator? She is one of my favorite audible. January Lavoy, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. January Lavoy. Yeah, she was excellent. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like yeah. her. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. She reads all of the um, Patterson um, women's murder club mysteries. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. She reads, she reads for a lot of David Baldacci books too. I read oh, that okay. one in Braille. Yeah. 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 Okay, I've added that to my wish list. The okay. wedding date. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks everybody. Thank you. Um, well, thank. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for. Uh, all that background research and for leading the discussion. It was very really, good. thank you. Very well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. We'll uh, catch well. you all next time. Everybody have a good weekend. Okay. Yep, all you right. too. Okay, right. bye-bye. Signing off. <laughs>